Hi everyone, welcome to episode 11 of I Will Die on This Hill. I'm Alex. And I'm Olivia. And this episode is called Selfish or Not Accepting the Bare Minimum. And I am so excited about this episode um, because we're going to talk about um, having dating standards, having things that you know you look for in relationships, having things that are a complete no. And it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. It's going to be iconic. And I really think that like, this is something that we need to be drilled into not just young girls, everyone. Yeah. But it's totally okay to not accept subpar relationships. Yeah. And what's for someone will not be for someone else. So we're not saying that these things that we are like big nose in our mind will not be big nose in everybody's mind. It's just these are our personal views and thoughts. Absolutely. And I have to give credit where it's due. I was inspired by this topic and I discussed it with you Alex and so were you um I love Jo Westwood she's the codependency coach yeah and she talks about how I mean often it is females who are codependent obviously it can be both but we're kind of raised to accept uh, a substandard relationship because we should put up with it to be in one yeah and it's kind of about like unlearning everything you've learned. Yeah. And she started a podcast. Hi. I'm so sorry, it's the cat. <laughs> um, yeah, she, she started a podcast and it's amazing. If you're going through a breakup or you've got a shitty relationship or you just want to learn, strongly recommend that. I'm she's also, <laughs> her Instagram, she's saved all of her highlights. So you can go on to like her story highlights and they're all like categorized you can just watch through them so if you're going through a rough time if you're going through a breakup if you're going through a rough patch in a relationship if you just feel like you're codependent I'd really recommend going to her Instagram and just having a look through all the information she's a fabulous resource I think as well that like you might not think you're codependent and then you go on that and you're like fuck yeah the hard hard truth yeah so yeah so Olivia, what do you look for in a man? Now, obviously, we say this every time. Me and Olivia are both cishet, so we will be talking primarily about men. What we look for in men. In fact, that's all we're going to be talking about. But obviously, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do I look for in a romantic partner? Felix, can you hear his bell? I'm so sorry. He's so cute. Um. What do I look for in a man? I mean, right now, for them to be non-existent. Oh, that's mid. I just don't want a man. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Um, I'm not. I suppose we're, we're quite similar. What I need... Felix! <laughs> Felix wants a cameo in this podcast. Um, what I want and what is non-negotiable for me has changed since being in a shitty relationship. Since learning that actually there can be subtle problems and they build up and then you leave and you realise it was actually unacceptable. And for me, I could rant for days, Alex, about what I've learned. But um, I've kind of realised that there is a pattern in my last relationship. I was actually speaking to my friend about this and it was this kind of half-arsed 
substandard relationship but once a month ish there'd be a big grand gesture yeah and it's almost a manipulation tactic I treat you rubbishly but then once a month I'm going to remind you yeah I love you yeah so um any love bombing any signs of half-arsed shitty behavior no done yeah and I need a lot of communication actually no I don't I need normal levels of communication I really feel like I feel like you you feel like you need a lot of communication because of how shit it was in your last relationship whereas actually all you need is like the bare minimum of communication which is not what you received no definitely not I need somebody not to go like AWOL for a full day I mean yeah that'd be great that would be great um so that's something I would look for is consistency communication um showing an interest and like listening to things that I say you know and I kind of felt like everything in my last relationship was a bit of a chore trying to get somebody like to listen and I guess look into the future as well like what's the point in, in being with somebody who like wants to have kids straight away or whatever because I don't want that yeah um and I think that it's easy to sometimes get sucked into a relationship that you know that there's not a matching of the future like a matching of futures but you put up with it or you kind of this is another Joe Westwood thing that I learned but you kind of like change your standards to fit them and she was like actually you shouldn't be having to do that because there's somebody out there who will match what you want yeah so that I feel like that was just a really long rant no it's fine I think especially like the last thing you said I can really relate to because um one of my ex-boyfriends um when we spoke about the future we always spoke about we would do whatever whatever he wanted so like whatever whatever his career took us we would we would go or whatever whatever he wanted to go we would go and I didn't want that but I kind of accepted it because I was like well I love him and I want him to be happy but actually why should I be unhappy for his happiness for his happiness it was just do you know it was just one of those things that I was we weren't as compatible as I thought because I think yeah. that you kind of become blind to it when you're in the situation because it's almost but like you have, yeah you do you just all you see is this person who you adore and they're telling you these things that you know deep down that you're not going to like and you're not going to have a happy life and you're mm-hmm. like oh well you know I'll make it work because he wants it to yeah. so it's like a burying your head in the sand almost that they like you know that that's not the future you want but you love them yeah. and you kind of almost think I'll deal with that when I come to it yeah and then every week I was coming to it and I was like oh. yeah you're gonna have to deal with it bitch yeah so if you had to write on paper a list of your non-negotiables so we're going to use Joe Westwood's kind of approach and she says these are absolute ha- have to have non-negotiables and then there's desirables and then there's absolute no-goes. Okay. Third column. So in your non-negotiables, absolute musts, what would you have? So my non-negotiables, um, they would need to be kind. Um, they would need to be 
compassionate. Um, I would, I need quite a lot of reassurance. I've had a bit of a tricky past, as you've all heard in previous episodes. I do need a lot of reassurance, so I do need someone who's quite patient. Um, I need someone who is willing to take the time with me to show me that they're not going to leave. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that that's where I'm at, but I, I know that I need that. And I'm open about needing that. And if I feel like I'm not receiving that, then I shut down completely. So non-negotiable, I need someone who's going to be patient with me, who's going to accept that this is part of me and I am working on it, but I need, this is going to be a problem probably for forever. Because of the people you've had in your life. Yeah, it's not, but it's not just, it's not just with boyfriends. Like I need reassurance from friends. I need reassurance from my mum. I need reassurance from my brother. Like it's, it's just something that I need at times. And I've never had a boyfriend in the past who has been able to give me the reassurance that I needed. Um, And I think because I've been gaslighted, it's made it even worse because now not only do I need reassurance, but when I ask for reassurance, I get extremely nervous that they are going to stop wanting me because I've asked for that reassurance. And if they stop wanting me for that, then they're not worth being with. And I know that, but it's made me now worry like I can't ask for this because it's annoying it's frustrating and nobody wants to be with anybody who who needs that I don't think that is asking too much though like you're like we both need reassurance from each other yeah but I don't think of it as a bad thing I literally texted you earlier because I was like I I didn't think I'd heard from you all day and it (laughs) turns out I just not got your text message and I I was like really sad I was like oh my god does she hate me now um can never hate you yeah I know I was just like do you know I'm just having one of those days um yeah but yeah I uh it's something that I'm aware of so like I say patience is very important to me I think I need someone who who is willing to put into the relationship what I am um Something that I, we've never had, probably. I've never had someone who puts in the same amount of effort as me. me I work really hard um, with for the people I love. I I try really, really hard to give them everything. And I know I maybe shouldn't, but I do. I like making people happy. I like fixing people if like if they're having a hard time. I like I like being able to fix it. I like yeah. being able to help. Um, and I've never had that back. So as you've heard in the last episode. I, when I needed my boyfriend at the time, um, his reaction and, you know, I, I do get it because it was a lot, but his reaction was to distance himself because I was too sad. And I need somebody who's going to be there no matter what happens in my life personally. I think it was bullshit. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I just... It's- but yeah I I know what you mean I I feel like a lot of people listening can vibe with that um I feel like we are like the podcast versions of Taylor Swift like I will air your bullshit (laughs) yeah I don't want to name names but if you've heard I feel like it's more the other way around I'm like if you you've heard Alex it is fair game (laughs) 
Um, yeah, no, I feel you with like the neediness, like in my previous relationship, I was made to feel like asking for really the bare minimum yeah. was me being spoiled and needy. And that was, those were his words, not mine. And I kind of have this delayed anger that I'm like, why the fuck did I deal with that? I so last time me and Olivia hung out together, I was telling her that um when she told me about some of the things that was said to you, I was furious. And obviously I couldn't tell you at the time. Well, I tried to tell you, but I didn't tell you because I didn't want to upset you. But it's just it to me, it's really funny how you and I have this anger for like what happens to each other that we don't have for what happens to ourselves. Yeah. Totally. Like, as much as I'm angry in hindsight in my previous relationship, it's nothing compared to the anger I have for your ex. It's nothing. And your anger is nothing compared to the anger I have for your ex. Like, it's, oh. The the fires are burning. But if we hadn't had the shitty exes, we would not be in a position now to say that, actually, no, I'm never, ever doing that ever again. I know. I know. Um. And I suppose like the older we get and the busier we are, like we're busy, we have work. And if you're not adding to it, if you're not like making the most of my precious time, then fuck off. Yeah, like I feel as well, like, so I'm 27 and I just, I don't have time to fuck around with, with boys, like with childish, childish fuckers. Like, no, and everyone our age. Oh my god every guy that I've met is our age is just a complete childish fucker like and I just I don't have time and I, f- yeah. I really feel like I want them if I ever go on a date I want them to give me like a deposit and if I have a shit time I just keep it because honestly yeah. at this point I fucking deserve it absolutely and I can remember going on first dates and being like oh my god I need to get up early and do my hair and I'll wear nice makeup and now I'm like you could get me with my hair scraped back and a mistrunched bun, yep. no makeup on, and I'd still be fucking better than you. So, Fair. know Fair. your worth. Exactly. That's not true. I didn't. I didn't do that. But that, like, it's funny. I don't know if it's getting older or going through shit times or us like really helping each other in the last year with our shitty men. Yeah. Um, but like my brain has totally flipped from what if they don't like me to do I like them yeah and at the moment like I've told you I'm not even I'm not even really considering dating like I am not in the place for it I just I I just don't want to I'm, I've got no motivation and that's okay you've got a lot going on at the moment I also don't really give a fuck honestly like <laughs> Like, I am quite enjoying going on dates at the moment. Like, it's quite fun. It's something to do. Do I need it? No. Yeah. I could take it or leave it. Would I rather have a night in with you? Absolutely. Definitely. There wouldn't even be a question. You know. Um, Like, when I've been on dates before, mom's like, would you not just rather hang out with, like, Alex and Callum? And I'm like, absolutely. If we <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We could have a three-way marriage, I'd be happy, honestly. My God. I love that. So how has this ended up as being man-hating again? I mean, was it ever going to go any different? Until someone proves otherwise, this is my stance. And do you know what? See all of you, not all men fuckers. 
maybe not, but most of them. And if you say not all men, you're fucking one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My exes are not all men. Oh no, he's not, is he? Oh, do you know what? I didn't think I could hate him anymore, but I was wrong. When we were talking about, do you know what else really fucked me off? And this is a standard I am not allowing. He was like, I was talking about how before junior doctors got a pay rise. And even now that we've got a pay rise, the pay rise for both nurses and doctors is bullshit. Doesn't even cover anything. Um, And we literally risked our lives to work in the pandemic. Um, Anyway. And I was basically saying to him, I was like, junior doctor salary when you're coming out of uni, like it is a good graduate salary, but hour per hour, it was something ridiculous, like eight pound for the amount of hours you worked. And I was like, it's just bullshit. And he was like, you're on this much, like, like you're making loads. Fuck and I was like, I'm working like 70 hours in a week. Like, yeah, no. And I was I like, mean, so you're saying they don't deserve more. And he was kind of like, we well, already have a lot. known then then it was those rose-colored glasses you know rose tinted yeah. it's just it's good to be in an angry place <laughs> babe i feel that um so yes non-negotiables for us kindness do you know mm. what else would be a huge red flag for me <laughs> it's a non-negotiable people who are rude to the to like waiters yeah so kind polite thoughtful yeah oh my god I need a sense of humor like I need someone who's got a good sense of humor I do need somebody who's going to take the piss out of me a bit yeah just a bit but also like knows the line you know? yeah not like in a mean way but like in a funny way yeah yeah definitely um, and also successful ambitious yeah you know how I feel about an ambitious man <laughs> yeah exactly like and I don't mean ambitious as in like a really high up CEO that's making loads of money like ambitious for whatever they want to do yeah just someone who like who has a dream no it doesn't yeah. even have to be like career-wise just someone who who knows what they want and is willing to work for it yeah totally um who eventually would want kids is a non-negotiable for me yeah um yeah, somebody who gets along with their mum. Yeah, that's important. Somebody who does not take drugs or is an alcoholic. Oh, I I couldn't. Or her. I couldn't go out with someone now who went out all the time. Like I just. That's a non-negotiable for me now, and also a smoker. Couldn't do that. No. Um. Somebody as well who can't cook. <laughs> who can't? Yeah. Oh, like, that's, like that's a no. Got you. Oh, yeah, so they have to be able to cook as a non-negotiable. Got you. Um, I mean, oh, cook, cooking's not a big a deal, to be honest. Like, I'm pretty not bad at cooking, so, like, it's fine. I, I think... It to be me all the time. Pardon? I want it to be, like, me who cooks all the time. I Yeah, I know, but I kind of feel like... If they know the basics and like can make like pasta or whatever, I'm kind of good with that. I mean, it's it's, it was okay. I'll put it in my added extra column. Like I, I would like it, but it's yeah. 
Yep, feel you. I want somebody who can make me like pancakes. I mean, that's fair. They're quite easy. So am yeah. I asking them? Probably not. You can always um, come to make pancakes. So it's, it's a teachable skill. Oh yeah, I'm not somebody's mum though, so. Yeah, I know, but like there's being a mum and there's teaching someone how to make pancakes. Stop raising him, he's not my son. I'm just so done with some men at the moment. Yeah, I I quite like people who, guys who are good at like technology because I'm not very good at technology. Or like opposite, opposite talents, like. Yeah, I, I like someone who can like, if my computer breaks, they'll come and fix it. Quite attractive when somebody does a completely different job to you that's you you know that I I I really like people who've got interesting jobs like it's it's something that is like sexually attractive to me like I like when people do things that I don't know very much about I also Um, like when people have like really good jobs that are also a little bit like manly (laughs) little bit what like manly like manly yeah yeah a bit like rough and ready I know like as much as like as much as my ex can go fuck himself like he had a really quite a hot job yeah but shame about everything else was not hot oh my god (laughs) (laughs) stop that um what else is non-negotiable has to be a back tickler has to tickle my back I'm sorry my god you're obsessed it's not even a desirable it's a must <laughs> you're obsessed has to watch scary films but do you know i think that this is based off my last relationship um uh they have to help me out with the housework because yeah. like i i hate being the only one that does it but, oh sorry that was maddie but then like this is like a pet episode honestly I can't um like they're willing to do their bit in the house honestly like you have to ask yeah or even if you have to ask they don't like moan or grumble they just do it do you know what I always remember was when you had an argument with your ex-boyfriend but there was like recycling at the door that you were like you're taking this out and you had to start through it yeah because no right listen so I the recycling had been there on like the the Saturday it was the Saturday and I was like will you take the recycling out because I did (laughs) everything else and he was like yeah yeah that's fine and then he didn't and it was still there on the Tuesday and it hadn't it wasn't the first time and people are going to think this is petty as fuck but I was just sick of it I was sick of doing all the cleaning I was sick of taking the recycling all the time even though he promised that he would do it so I've got like this porch door and I just shoved it all in there and I closed the porch door and he got home from work and he just like stormed through it and he was just absolutely furious. Um, he never took the recycling out, by the way. I ended up taking it out, but um, there was something satisfying about that exchange. You know, that though, that like he is the only person in the world with a job. Yeah, I know. So As if you? I didn't work through the whole pandemic. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is why we don't like them. Oh, okay. A must for me. They must like dogs. I mean, obviously, I've got Maddie. I'm the kind of person who I will always want dogs. I will always have dogs. Um, must like animals in general for me. If you don't like animals, something's wrong with you. Yeah, and I think I've said this in previous episodes. They need to 
um, like actively plan things for us to do. Like, obviously, I, I don't want them to plan everything. Like, I'm happy to plan some dates, but it'd be really nice if if my boyfriend was just like, I plan for us to do this today. Like, yeah. let's do it. Like, I, it would be really nice. Um, or like, or I've like made a reservation for like this place at dinner. Like, be proactive like, about it. Actively picking up on things you said to know what you want as well. Like if it was something like for you, I know you love books, so I'm taking you here today and we can like look yeah, at the books. Something exactly. like that. Because we would do that for them. And I think that we've both been in relationships where we are thoughtful in that way. Yeah. We've never ever ever got it back. I know, I know. That's the thing. Like, and it's another it's just one of those things that like I'm not asking for all the time, but you know, no. it, it would be really nice if like if for like an anniversary like say the one year anniversary it wasn't me that was like right what are we doing do you want to do this it'd be like them being like don't worry about it because I've always been the planner and while what once again like it's fine to be it sometimes it's just nice to know that they've thought about you and they know what you would enjoy doing with them yes I I feel you I I need somebody who's going to be hopefully equally the planner I was also the planner in a previous relationship and it was long distance and every time I had to be like so when are we seeing each other when are we seeing each other it was never planned from the other end yeah exactly you get that it fucked me off yeah can you tell I'm in an angry place now I mean when am I not in an angry place honestly <laughs> I mean I am lying down so I'm not that angry I'm just a bit like I love stuff that, that I'm up with like if you're not planning to see me or you're not making time for me what the fuck is the point i know so somebody who actively tries to see me is a must yeah <clears throat> um gets along with my family and friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolute must um like similar foods i guess I mean, that okay, that's... I'm gonna say, okay, I'm going to get a lot of hate. What I mean is, I'm never going to be vegan. Right, no, I got you. Fair. And Fair. I have zero, zero beef with them. I just don't think I could date somebody because I would feel bad for having nothing to eat. Absolutely fair. Is what I mean. Yeah, absolutely fair. Like, and again, like, if they're vegetarian, that's completely fine. But don't shame me because I'm not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I just kind of want somebody I'm going to go and get five guys with. Though. I know. I'm like, does that mean we can't go to a steakhouse? <laughs> like, exactly. And we sound like really bad people. And I'm so sorry about that. No, no, we're like, we said that. We're, this is just our opinions. Like, this is like. Yeah, totally. And if anything, I'm like, I'm in awe of people who can be vegan. Me too. I And, you know, I. I love the idea of it, but I just couldn't give up like yogurt <laughs> or like Five Guys. And as much yeah, as much as I've tried to like soy yogurt, and sorry, it's gross. I like soy yogurt. Oh, absolutely fucking not. But soya milk is a no no. Oat milk. Soya yeah. milk is fine in coffee. Tea, no, no, no. What? Tea, it's not. It, it is a promise. No, it's not. I've had it. Well, so have I. <laughs> I've got a puppy for that. Um, tea with oat milk? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. 
Anything with coconut milk, fuck off. Coconut milk. Uh, coconut d- yogurt though is actually very nice. So I've never had coconut yogurt. It's just coconut, which is quite nice. I love that. Um, like I'm happy with like I'm happy to take a milk alternative. Um, I do like regular milk though. <laughs> so no, and we get we get like five guys Nando's. Yeah, I know. And like <laughs> I love steak. Like steak's one of my favorite meals. So. So like it's just basically not for us. Yeah. We're more likely to go to a steakhouse on a date than like a vegan restaurant. Yeah. And we're bad people, whatever. But it is what it is. Um what else? Um is not a criminal would be good. Stop it. That's a non-negotiable. <laughs> For me. <laughs> also, monogamous is a must for me. I, I, I'm never going to be a non-monogamous. Monog- yeah, I'm. I'm too. Um, I'm too jealous. I, well, I'm not jealous in the way that like a guy can't have like female friends and stuff, or or like date oh, other women. Yeah, like I, I don't, I couldn't ever be in a polyamorous um or like a thruple or anything um yeah it's not for me monogamy is key also like something my last relationship was like somebody who wants to do stuff instead of like sitting and watching telly oh my god what a mood like i'm all for a wee closing night and watching films but not all the fucking time I know I need to do things I need to go out places like I very much am an extroverted introvert and I need as I've said before a lot of recharge time but I don't need to be home all the time no 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 in fact it's not good for me to be home all the time yeah exactly Um, yeah exactly I'm gonna pause just now So now we're going to talk about what our desirables are. So these are like preferred things, but not absolute deal breakers. So first for me is a good income. Mm -hmm. It's not the deal and end all, but it'd be good to have somebody who matched, you know, my income or more. Um, Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess a good income is like fairly important for like, the ability to live but honestly I just I would just want them I, I would just want us to be like comfortable if you know what I mean financially stable as well yeah I mean and able to own a home and yeah get on the property ladder and travel yeah is what I would want from it um do you have any other desirables um so I like a tall guy yeah um you know, five nine if possible. Pardon? Over five nine if possible. Oh, I would say over like five eleven. Yeah, but that's like the two inch difference between us. What do you mean? Like you're oh, two yeah. inch- Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was yeah, you're right. 
Um, yeah, definitely. It's really funny though because uh, our exes are really short. <laughs> Irony. Um, also, somebody who's quite strong. Yeah. Like that can like lift you up and stuff. <laughs> Just someone who's like got like not huge arms but nice arms. Do you know? Yeah. 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 Um. Also, obviously, someone that I'm attracted to. I mean, I know that that's a bit silly. Like, it, that's a desirable. But, like, obviously, looks aren't everything. But I would like to be sexually attracted. attracted to you. Yeah, I'd like to be sexually attracted to the guy that I'm with. I would also like to be with somebody who I'm compatible with sexually. <laughs> I want somebody who's good in bed, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Be a non-negotiable. Sorry. <laughs> I take it back. That's not just desirable. I think that would be a non-negotiable, yeah. Or, like, compatible. Like, it's, like, like similar drives, you know? Because mm-hmm. we have issues with that. That's really important. We've had, definitely had one <laughs> shock. We're higher than them. Yeah. But it's so annoying. <laughs> I know. And it must be annoying to be on the other side of it as well when you don't want it as much and people are constantly wanting it, but also. Yeah, I know. I think that's why it's so important that you have, like, matching libidos. Exactly, because it doesn't make either side feel shit about it. Exactly. Um, And we'll move on now to absolute no's, never going to happen, red flags, so an absolute would never ever happen for me would be somebody who is racist yeah sexist absolutely yeah. not if they say i'm not a feminist they can fuck right off honestly don't yeah. believe in that kind of negativity anybody who's homophobic or says really old-fashioned things are like i don't know like uses gay in a derogatory way yeah Definitely. Definitely. Um, Somebody who's rude to like waiters or just anyone. People who are rude. No. Yeah. Manners cost nothing. And it says more about you if you're rude. Exactly. Um, So I've just, so Olivia and I have got like a list of ideas. And one of them is arrogant. And what I will say is that a certain level of arrogance is hot. Um, I feel like that's more confidence than arrogance. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But there's like some people who are a bit arrogant with their job, and I'm like, daddy, you know. <laughs> I'm a little bit speechless, babe. I mean, do you know what? Yeah, okay to I'm just living my best life, honestly. Listen, I love you, and I kind of get it. So. <laughs> Um, somebody who's chavvy. Oh, gross! No offense to chavs, but uh, no, not for me. Not for me. Anybody who's misogynistic in any way, shape, or form. I mean, they're yeah. not all. Honestly. Oh, anyone who takes drugs? Nah, I can't be fucked with that. Ever, ever, ever again. Never. Um, alcohol as well. Somebody who drinks all the time. 
yeah I mean like obviously go out and have a good time with your pals and stuff and like yeah. drink That's whatever cool. but I just like I couldn't deal with somebody who went out like so say they were only off the weekend I couldn't deal with someone who went out Friday Saturday Sunday night until like 7 a.m that hits home sorry um I also mean alcohol in the sense that like drinks every day yeah or every night or whatever yeah because we don't really drink that much no not anymore <laughs> back in you the day. yeah it's somebody who's a smoker i'm sorry i just couldn't it's the smell the smell yeah gal has asthma you know <laughs> yeah i'm not feeling it either no definitely not um somebody who's not ambitious yeah or like doesn't want to see the world and is happy just like staying in a tiny town and that's fine it's just not what I want yeah there's a no from me oh my god people who gaslight I mean I know that that should go without saying but gaslighters fuck no which is more common than we think it's more common and people don't notice they're being gaslighted which is the which it's is so worry. insidious yeah I know um, and that brings us ow, brings us on nicely to somebody who is abusive or manipulative we've both experienced that and I don't think sometimes people realise they're even doing it yeah but it's just a no from me on all counts thank you about that don't get me wrong if someone is gaslighting you and you're like you know this is gaslighting they're like oh fuck I'm sorry, I did not know that. And then they change their behaviour? Totally. Fair enough. But if they continuously gaslight you, then that's when you need to be... Yeah, exactly. And examples of that that I've been through is when somebody has been a dick to me and I've been upset and they're like, I was only joking. Why are you being so oversensitive? Gaslighting. Do you know what? It upset me, so... I mean, don't be a dick and I won't cry. Exactly. God... Um, somebody as well who's threatened by success yeah um, who doesn't like that doesn't go out of their way to celebrate your wins rather than like put you down for them yeah I know and anybody who's rude to their mum finally huge red flag I yeah they need to be close to their family like especially their mum I feel like yeah and also I feel like this is a red flag for us and we're going to discuss it in depth in our red flags episode but if you message me on snapchat instead of oh my fucking god in fact do you know what even if they've just got an android right look (laughs) if I text you and it's a green message I'm I'm automatically like I'm not turning more butter it's a no (laughs) yeah I'm like oh fucking hell I mean, look, that's, I know that that is really ridiculous. And it is, but I want to be able to FaceTime. Yeah, I know. And I don't, so I know that, Olivia, I know that you use WhatsApp a lot. I don't use WhatsApp a lot. I pretty much only use iMessage. And it's really annoying when you go to text somebody and then those little green, that little green bubble comes up and you're like, fuck off, buy an iPhone. Come on. Well, yeah, yeah, I got you. Oh my god, sorry to change the subject, but did you ever feel Blackberry? Yes. Do you remember when people were like, oh, what's your BBM? <laughs> what's your BBM pin? <laughs> yeah. That was like the elite. <laughs> oh my god. And you remember, like, I remember being in class and like having my Blackberry and trying to text, but the buttons were so clicky. 
Remember, yeah. like, you made such a loud noise. <laughs> I Yeah, I loved having a Blackberry. I loved my Blackberry. I would kind of use it again. <laughs> I know. Do you know, I really want one of, you know, the Nokia razors, the pink ones. That was my yeah. favourite phone of all time. And I had one and it was like, honestly, everything to me. I would have another one of them in a heartbeat. Was that the twisty one? No, it was just like, it was just pink. It was like a kind of hot pink colour. And it was I had that. That Paris Hilton had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just yeah. a flip phone. And everyone had it. Everyone had it. Do you remember the video? I think it was SOS with Rihanna. And she had like this Nokia that had like the twisty bottom keyboard. Mm-hmm. I wanted that so bad. But then I had the hot Motorola Razor. They, they used that phone in, um, oh, what's that song with? What's that song with um Is it Dilemma by Julian? Yeah, and do you remember and um she's like XL. What the fuck? No wonder you're like where that? Why is he not hitting me up? And you're like, because your messages on XL. You're not sending any messages. (laughs) You're just making a spreadsheet, babe. Yeah, I'm like, come on, babe. What are you doing? Are you okay, Kez? Like Kelly Rowland. You okay, honey? That's how you text Beyonce as well. <laughs> She's like, is this why I'm not included in, in the tour? Mr. and Excel. My bad. Um, so we dive up, diverge, but uh, yeah, that's our episode on not accepting bullshit behaviour and why having standards is not selfish. Oh my God, can I do a really quick shout out? Because if people haven't listened to Taylor's versions of Wildest Dreams, it came out this week. And yeah. holy fuck, it is everything to me. So go listen. Oh. I texted Olivia, so I was at work and I texted Olivia and I was like, oh my fucking god, look at this. And she was like, when did that come out? And I was like, today. Fell over, honestly. Yeah. And and then I cried listening to it. Yeah, because it's everything. The drum beat is, no. Yeah, the drum beat is her heartbeat. Stop it. Where does it, how long? We need to have like a countdown for how long until we get um, all too well the 10 minute version. We will cry, I'm going to cry. Like, we need to put an Instagram countdown on because... Yeah, 100%. 100%. I tagged her in our last episode. She replied. I mean, we've not made it big yet, but Ooh. soon. Maybe if we finally get our Patreon te- tears done. Yeah, no, I was planning to do that yesterday and it just didn't happen. I'm so sorry. I mean, we'll get it done. Well, thanks for listening anyway. We love you. We love you. Please, if you have any episode requests, let us know and um, you can let us know in via our instagram or we do have an email it's i will die on this hill podcast at gmail.com um, and our instagram same it's i will die at on this hill podcast not at <laughs> i will die on this hill podcast yeah so please let us know we're also willing to take like um questions and do like an agony ant sort of thing yeah i think that'll be one of our episodes soon if we can get you guys yeah, I think soonish we'll, we'll maybe look into doing that. Um, so it'll all be anonymous, obviously. So if you let us know. And um, thank you for listening. And we will leave you with our mantra, which is life is too short. To be low maintenance. Thank we love you. you. Thank you for listening. We love Bye. you so much. Bye.